Vox, the online media outlet, put out an article titled How Millennials Became the Burnout Generation. We're going to explore this topic. We're going to explore the article and we're going to get into discussion whether or not we believe millennials have truly become the burnout generation or is there something bigger to the picture? Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging with Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is RX Phonics. We are the Audio Apes, and you are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair and our take on it. Two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to Twitter, follow us at Hanging With Apes. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop music, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. How Millennials Became the Burnout Generation by Vox. Um, In reading the article... And looking it over, what I realize and what the situation seems for me to for me and and how I assess it is not so much that millennials became the burnout generation. I think there was a lot of bad advice that millennials took. Yeah. And you couple that with how they vote or how they've voted yeah that has added to the problem but uh in reading the article and like you pointed out the article which was great on your part in uh in terms of it being a good topic for us to go over yeah. on the episode uh what sticks out to you about that article and and like where's your headspace at in, with that information well it was like a questionnaire uh that that popped off obviously in the article and I guess it's like the guy who's writing the article, Sean Elling, and the author of, I guess, a book that has that topic, which is Anne Helen Peterson. And obviously, the burnout was the the main topic. Well, like, why are millennials the burnout generation? And then in parts of, of, of the questions, I think it was in the beginning, she's talking about how, like, they took, like, the blueprint and, and just went along with it. And this kind of goes with what you were saying, which is, you know, you were given a blueprint, but without critical thinking, you just went in as a generation and you just were like, oh, well, this is obviously what I'm supposed to do because my parents are saying this or because my teachers are saying this. And I'm not saying that that's bad, but I am saying that that it, that it could be bad. And obviously, if there's articles about this, it, it turned out bad. And if you're looking at like the economy and and just like this different stuff that 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 that's happened, and from like the recession to the pandemic to to student loan debt, like a lot of these issues are not issues that that uh, should have slowed people down if they assessed it a little bit better. Like if they kind of understood what they were getting themselves into. Yeah, to provide a little bit of the scope of what you're talking about, this is a quote from the actual article. We're trying to build a solid foundation on quicksand. Uh, her book, uh, Anne Helen Peterson, the author of Can't Even How Millennials Became the Burnout Generation, 
describes the plight of most millennials in America. Uh, we are a generation that has never quite been able to find any stability, economic or otherwise. So, <sighs> whose responsibility is it for one to find stability? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I gather if you have children, well, yes, it is your responsibility to no. give them stability. But beyond that, I don't think it's any institution, any government, anybody else's responsibility to give you stability. What I will say is it behooves the government to make things as accessible as possible for you to have and create stability for yourself. Yeah. But I don't think it's their responsibility. I think we get caught up in this note. Well, people get caught up in this notion that, oh, well, the government has to do this mm -hmm. and, and schools have to do this. And sometimes when you get caught up in, well, what some institution or government or agency owes you, what ends up happening is you create more instability because, yeah. for instance, schools, schools, universities, colleges, right now they treat their students like customers because yes. they are paying customers. Yeah. And as even if that person isn't paying out of pocket, the government or a loan is paying and yeah. they want that person to stay there. Yeah. So they want to keep them as comfortable as possible rather than actually be being there to prepare them for what the world mm -hmm. is. So what you're doing is, yeah, you're giving them like a false sense of stability, like safe spaces, and mm -hmm. we're not gonna say that, and when, when Halloween comes around, we're not gonna let anybody wear offensive costumes because we don't wanna offend your pretty little head. Yeah. But that's a, like a, 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 a false sense of stability. It's, you know, oh, the world yeah. is perfect here. I'm so stable <laughs> and safe rather than prepare them for the instability that can be in the world but build them up where they're able to to hedge against that instability yeah. so that they have stability that that they've created and it's actual and real well yeah not only that like you have the tools but i think that we even use the tools that, that we have now to further our selves into the rabbit hole of what is society and culture like let me give you an example oh man uh k cartoon he just he just bought you know that car and man he looks so happy oh man look he's partying in his pictures and damn and that's what people care about and that's and you feel some sort of way about that instead of being like oh maybe i should use instagram to promote something that i'm doing or 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 YouTube to learn something new, you know, like to, to learn, like the other day, I, I fixed, <laughs> if you would have told me that I would have ever fixed anything in general, just like that's like technical, like a dryer, I would have laughed in your face. And then I went to YouTube and I checked, I put my model number and then it, it told me what, you know, like what could be the problems. I bought the parts and I fixed it. Mm -hmm. I learned something new, productive. I saved myself like at least a hundred bucks easy yeah, yeah. So, so i mean that that was youtube that was a beautiful the the beauty of, of youtube 
but but then some people will use that and if and 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 if you think I'm lying go to what's trending on YouTube yeah. and it's like you know like that guy uh, the, the streamer guy ninja plays a game with Justin Biebs that's okay. cool yeah <laughs> oh very cool you know what what what's what's crazy is you brought up of what's trending on YouTube and I implore everybody that's listening to do this Go on YouTube not signed in one day. Like, just sign oh, out and just go to, like, what is offered, like, on the main page. It's trash. Yeah. It's absolute trash. And you see that this shit has millions and millions and millions of... Hundreds of millions of views. And that's that's what people are interested in. Yeah. Two points. One, uh, it's crazy because part, part, part of me thinks, like, damn... Um... Are we just doomed to just be like mediocre at times? Like, should I look at this how Agent Smith looks at it in the Matrix, which is like, oh, y'all motherfuckers are a virus? Because like, if you look at what most people will follow, it tends to just be what most people follow, and then and then you look at it from the perspective of like, oh, well, what if I think about things like Neo? Well, to an extent, Neo has a problem of like, well, these motherfuckers are or looking at the world like the matrix, but we don't, the matrix is not real. So it's like, he has like the double task of like, he has agent Smith saying like, these motherfuckers, they, they want to be in the matrix. And he's like, well, no, I, I, the matrix is not real. I'm, I'm going to prove. And it's like, that's, it's kind of like a double task for Neil yeah. to kind of like not to prove agent Smith wrong. Even when he kind of at times could be right. Yeah. Like when he talks about like how humanity operates and then if if you look at it from from the perspective of like Agent Smith well then yeah that's that's pretty negative but if you look at it from like the perspective of Neo well what would you do like well, how would you go about it well then like you said who's responsible then you ask that question you ask like who's responsible for a person's choice um or choices and then you realize that it's kind of like a little bit of, a little bit, it, it's just, it has to be like a balancing act. Like the parents have to be parents, but at the same time, like it, it, not baby the kid and, and kind of uh, encourage the kid to critically think. Yeah. And I think that that's But none the of key. these people that we're talking about are kids anymore. See, that's the thing. Like yeah. the millennial generation is from 1981 to 1996. Yep. And so nobody in that age bracket is, it's over is, with is them. right. You're an adult. And so at a certain point, you have to take the responsibility for like what you're going to do and how you're going to operate and, and like what's going to be important, what you're going to prioritize. It's interesting because earlier on Facebook, I saw somebody that I went to high school with. He, he, he posted something very interesting he said something along the lines of he remembers high school freshman year getting a d in computer class yeah even though we had no computers i remember this vividly even though we had no computers and so like it was like work out of a book but everybody in that class got a c or a d meanwhile like this guy like he he works in the computer field he's a computer guy 
So he's always had an interest in it. And I remember like back then he was like burning CDs and like yeah. he was doing things before other people were doing it. Yeah. When like stuff, you know, it, pertaining to computers. And it was just funny to me because I remember that particular semester. I had all A's and B's that yeah. semester, as because as you we've been friends for a long time. So as you know, I did not do good in high school. Yeah. I did I did very <laughs> poorly academically in high school, um, and I mean you could look at my life now and never be able to tell. But <laughs> that's the story for a different time. But but what's funny about that is I. Uh, I remember I, that particular semester, I had all A's and B's except for that class. No. And I remember how disappointed my mom was that I got a D because it's like, oh, all A's and B's, A's and B's, A's and B's, and then you get this D. But then I was like, man, it's crazy that I got a D when there's not even any computers in this class. So it's like not even a real grade. It's like a false grade. You yeah. know, I don't even know what my computer acumen is because there's, no, there's none in this class. Yeah. And so... It was interesting to me, and in a way, it was like a like probably the best D to ever get because it, it at a very early age it made me realize that this shit isn't real. Like it's like the Matrix because yeah. how could I be graded on something that I have not even had the opportunity to be graded on it or you, even delve into it? <laughs> you've given me a grade on something that like I have not delved into, but yeah. yet you've graded me on it, and then rather than you, the teacher or the school, take the responsibility like, hey, we're not even right in giving these kids any sort of grade because they're they're not even doing computers rather than like somebody take some ownership. I realized, well, damn, like even the adults or the leaders, and I use air quotations when I say leaders, they're not going to take accountability for what they're supposed to do. The ones supposed no. to that are supposed to be instructing us are not going to take accountability no. for what they're supposed to do. So guess what? I got to take accountability for myself. So that taught me a lesson as like as from that point on, well, I'm going to take a route in life where if I see you people are not going to take accountability, no. then I am not going to worry whether I get your approval or not because you already like have shown who you really are. Yeah. So the only one that I, the only one's approval is is it that I need is my own. That even kind of like flowed over a little bit into my mom because when I try to explain to her, well, like we don't get computers, and yet she was like still upset and disappointed about the D. Even to an extent, with her, I was like, oh well, clearly like you're not understanding. We're not on the same page. So, like. Like not, I wasn't putting her in the same space as I was putting those people, but it no. was still to an extent. Well, even your approval is not necessarily a hundred percent like what I need to go after because none of you are understanding that. Like y'all are wrong. Yeah, this is wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like I got A's and B's and everything else. The only time like in my life that I ever, I ever, well, except for like college in in turn semesters in college, I did very well. But like in terms of 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 elementary and high school yeah that was the only time that i i got graded like that and I, because i actually tried my whole thing was like well i'm gonna go to high school and like i'm actually gonna try this time like yeah. because in elementary school didn't really like school high school i was like oh, i'm actually gonna try then i saw that and i was like, all right well 
I see like I see this is not like really <laughs> this is just these grades and this paper and th- these letters on this paper this is to impress y'all like this is yeah. this is a, a a show that you're putting on so millennials become the burnout generation because if your value system is so caught up in what other people are telling you you're supposed to value mm. like go to college and 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 enjoy and have the college experience Oh well, guess what? You get out, and the job market sucks. Yeah. And your your school counselor didn't advise you to maybe try to get into like apps and tech, a field that was booming at the time. And you just went into some basic as generic stuff. And now you're working at Target and can barely pay back your student loans. But yet somehow they're calling it a student debt crisis. Yeah. Well, is it a student debt crisis, or did you really not like scale out the map? Did you never learn that lesson that I learned? Yeah. that this is the matrix and this yeah. is not real and and maybe i shouldn't like care so much about impressing these people and care a little bit more about impressing myself exactly and and it's it's kind of like to to operate outside you have to know who you are inside like you have to know well what are my principles who am i because if you know who you are then you'll be like okay this doesn't make sense to me because i think that I should probably think about this decision before I make it. Yeah. And then you're going to think and weigh like your options as opposed to just being like, oh, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Uh, they did it, so I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. But you're not them, though. You're not her or him or, you know, Jim and John and, and Jenny. Like, you're yourself, so you should probably, like, th- think about it and be like, well, the decisions I make in my life, like whether it's buying a car, whether it's choosing uh, what profession I'm going to be in, or or whether uh, the people I have around me as my friends, like maybe I, I should probably know myself and know who I am and have some principles in my life so then I can make better decisions. And I think that's the part people skip. Like, let me give you an example. Elliot Page. You know, <laughs> there's people who will go on being like, oh, look, it's Elliot. But they won't stop and be like, well, why is Ellen Elliot now? Are, so if she just says she's a man, she's a man? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, are, are, have, are there any pictures out there of her as Elliot? Like, does she look different? Or? I saw the picture that, that came out when she said that. She just looked like kind of like tomboyish, but she didn't really look like a dude. She just mm. looked like she's probably maybe trying to transition to, to being a dude. Mm. But, you know, like. That's hot. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying, like, and I'm and, and it's and this is more to to like kind of give an example about like okay, just because someone says something, it's not just that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it doesn't make because it like, biology. Yeah, ju- exactly, I agree with, wholeheartedly with what you're saying. Yeah, like, yeah, your your name is different, and I guess yeah, you have the right to change your name, but. Just because you say you're a man now doesn't yeah doesn't make you a man. Yeah. It's just you know to be quite honest, even if you get a surgery and have yeah. a dingus like it doesn't I got a dingus now. It still doesn't make you a man because I don't think you can impregnate a, a woman. So yeah, it's like all a big. It's all a big song and dance. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people that are that are told to buy tickets to this song and dance, to this Broadway production. Yeah. And then they're leaving this Broadway production feeling like they paid too much for it. Yeah. 
and they didn't get the experience that we got when all of our friends went to go see the Book of Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> but they deserve it though, because it's like, well, you didn't stop and think. Like, stop for a second, like to think that like your child, if if you know about Elliot Page, your child is going to be asking questions about Elliot Page. How do you explain something like that? You know what I mean? Like, how do you explain? And you just, right, and a lot of people are just rolling with it. Yeah. Like, oh no! Hey, listen. That's how she feels. And then the kids are like, what? So if I feel like a dolphin, am I a dolphin? Can I be a dolphin dad? Yeah. No, no, it doesn't work that way. It's just, just it's, that's Elliot. Uh, I'll get back to you. Let me see what Hillary Clinton has to say about it. <laughs> it's like, so, so it's like, well, it's not so much to offend Ellen or Elliot Page or to offend people, but it's more so like, well, there's also like logic and also biology and also science behind things. And maybe we ought to think about things like think for a moment that if you throw a rock, right, if you grab a rock and then you throw it as far as possible, that rock is going to hit something. Yeah. Right. And depending on what the what force you use, like there's probably some like math whiz who knows like, oh, if you throw it like this with this force, you'll be able to hit that car over there and you'll break the window. And it's like, well, yeah. Because that's there's a science to that, right? Like it's gonna hit the car, it's gonna break the window, and then I'm probably gonna get in trouble if someone saw. So, but but there's a science to it. Like there's like logic to that, and the kid who who made the math to know what would happen, that that's a math equation, just like gender and and, and stuff like that. There's like a bio, biological science to back those things up. So it's like well, it's you ought to think about it and like be like, okay, well. I mean, Ellen is an adult, and she could change her name to Elliot, and she could call herself a man, and that's fine. Like, if she's happy, but maybe when I tell my kid, I'm going to explain it from, like, the biological aspect. You know what I mean? And I think that's, like, a, a very reasonable way of looking at things. But imagine for a second, like, the that the parents are just, like, breezing through this shit. That's what happened. That's what happened with millennials. And then when millennials became adults... Because I do feel like millennials do, uh, or articles written about millennials, it's like there is like this like, oh, well, we were guided in the wrong way. And like you said, well, at, at some point you grow up and at some point you have to take matters into your own hands. Yeah. And then, and then at a certain point, like if you were guided the wrong way, when you realize these missteps, why would you continue to follow the same path that you were originally like told to go down like at some yeah. point you have to pivot or or is there just no more independent thinking and, and thinking for yourself you yeah. know what i'm saying but also what i would say is part of the instability because i will say that like we are living in somewhat like unstable times like it's funny because today i was uh, i saw a youtube video from WGN News, which is kind of interesting because I didn't think they would put out a report like this. But it was from a month ago. And the Cook County treasurer, Maria Pappas, she's putting together a report like this. Actually, like like if she's up for election, I would actually vote for her just based off of this. So she's putting together a report about like because you know she's the treasurer so it's like she sees like the tax bills and how they've gone up and like what's going on so she put together this report that essentially has shown the tax rate the property tax rate in cook county and how much it's grown 
the suburbs, the city, like all of that stuff. And in that report, she's essentially like trying to tell the officials, like, we're about to have some real problems on our hands because people are not going to be able to pay this much longer. Like yeah, you're, it's yeah. going up at a way higher rate than 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 Damn. wages are, like the Damn. you know you know what I'm saying, and so she's trying to warn people. And what was badass, even in there, she said, I think part of the problem is voter turnout. Like, because how could people not vote? Be vote starting to vote against this? Like this is going to destroy their lives. Yeah. There's a then they interviewed a guy that lives in the Ravenswood neighborhood, and then he's like, like he he looks very disgruntled. And he's like, they're killing me, man. Like, they're killing me. My house is paid off for. He's like, and I'm still struggling because of these taxes. They're killing me. They want to run people out of the city. Yeah. And so, and that's a that's a well-to-do area. That's not Hell like yeah. a cheap cheap area. So obviously, I would imagine that guy has some money, and he and he even feels like, yo, like what you know, what are y'all doing? And so. But there, but a, so a big portion is who people vote for. Like, look at who we yeah. voted for here in this city. Like, look at who our mayor is. Whoever voted for this pushin, person ought to be ashamed of themselves. Like, this person has done nothing for mm. the city. Absolutely nothing. If anything, what they, it, what, what the mayor, Mayor Lori Lightfoot of, of Chicago, what she has done is enable the worst aspects of the city to just get worse that's all she's done she hasn't done anything to be like all right well and then and then there doesn't even seem like she's concerned with it like the crime and and the fact that like they they just passed a budget for ridiculous property tax hikes yeah and for what like what is being offered but people voted for that though yeah pritzker the governor of illinois he ran off of I'm going to raise your taxes, similar to Biden and Kamala. Like, so your the instability that you have, you're voting for it. You're yeah. voting for that instability because yes, you millennials, like you don't own shit. Like a lot of them don't own yeah. anything. Yeah. But but and, and oh, and it's so hard to own. But guess what? The reason why you can't own is because your rent is high. And the reason that your rent keeps getting higher is because the landlord is, or the owner or the manager is going to keep raising their rent because their property taxes are going up. It trickles down to you. Yeah. So you're over here thinking, oh, well, the, the rich get richer and, and, and the poor get poor and, and the, 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 the Republicans, they only want to protect the, 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 the rich because they own property and that's why they want to lower taxes. No goofy, like it trickles down to you. Yeah, when you yeah. go to Chipotle and fucking Starbucks and all that shit, their property taxes go up. That's going to trickle down to your food. Yeah. The fees that they have to incur because the government wants to send inspector for this and inspector for that. That's going to go down to you. Went when from 10 bucks to 13 wh- bucks. Whatever businesses yeah. are able to open back up after these lockdowns that it's mostly Democrats that are pushing. Yeah. Whenever they are able to open... They are going to try to get back a segment of what they lost by raising the prices. And guess who's that going? That's going to affect you, the customer. Yeah. So you people are voting for this because you've listened to a slew of people that are in the academic world that go to work with their little cup of coffee every day and teach out of a book and have no business experience, have no political experience, have no 
experience actually researching these matters. And so they're telling you, oh, well, this is this and this is that and white privilege and all of this fake ass nonsense that at the end of the day, you're wondering like why you're trying to build a foundation on quicksand, but you're, you're never stopping to think. Why is that sand quicksand? Who yeah. is making this sand quicksand? It's the people that you're rocking with. Yeah, it, it's basically they're keeping you busy, entertained with shit that has nothing to do with why you're struggling. Mm-hmm. As oh, this is why you're struggling. This is, and then on the other side, they're just like creating this problem, and 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 you don't see it because because I mean, even 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 like the pandemic proved to be like very eye-opening to, to an extent right because it's like something as simple as like oh i i, I need food oh I, I need their oh imports exports oh i need like have you have, have has anyone went to best buy like there's almost nothing available oh well it's because the 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 imports and the exports and everything and everything slowed down and the shutdowns everything has slowed down like it was so hard to get a fucking like the uh, the new iPad keyboard mm-hmm. because they weren't Apple wasn't set like there was no there was nothing going on during like the March it was was it April March mm-hmm. uh, June July it was hard so we don't actually stop to think like these things cost and these things are like part of a a big machine yeah. that lets you live uh, el- electricity gas you know going to the store grocery shopping like all these things are affected by politics and yeah culture is important but to observe to see like not to follow it you know what i mean like sometimes sometimes people put these like artists and 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 sports players and 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 like just anyone that's famous in on this pedestal they're they're regular human beings they probably know less than you because they i mean come on man Somebody does their shopping yeah. for them. D- doesn't Snoop Dogg pay a guy to roll his weed? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah it's, I'm probably not going to look at what Snoop Dogg has to say about shit because, like, he lives in a his own little bubble. Touche to him, like, like as far as like you did your music, you're, but like you probably don't understand what like regular life is. So, so you're looking at what Cardi B has to say. You're looking at what you know. Uh, uh, Jay Z has to say, or uh, Kendrick Lamar, or or or, or you know, fucking uh, what's what's the the girl's name? She because she has a she she dated Fifty Cent, uh, the comedian. Fuck, I can't think of her name. Chelsea Handler. Chelsea Handler. She has a she has a documentary about white privilege on Netflix. So. You listen, <laughs> Jesus Christ, like you listen to, to 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 these people, but like these people don't quite grasp what's going on because. It, they think that they're helping, but they really don't know what they're talking about. And I think that it's because, well, we we allow that. As people, we allow that because we'll look as, oh, well, I, I like their music or I like their product or I like their makeup line or I like their, you know, I guess they're right. They're good people. And it, it, it doesn't work like that. And it's like a facade because then the political aspect, which you just basically detailed from point A to point Z, that's what affects us. Like, that's what affects people like something as as small as like the minimum wage well yeah Yeah. that now that's less workers in mcdonald's because fight for 15 right right all right well so now you're burnt out and even more (laughs) because they're gonna cut the staff or you be out of a job because you know what mcdonald's might be like yeah you know what 
they're fighting for 15 before long they'll fight for 20 or 25 so guess what let's automate this location yeah and now we don't got to worry about anything and then oh well even more instability more of a foundation on quicksand because oh there's no job instead of realizing that maybe mcdonald's isn't a job for you to have five kids maybe mcdonald's is just a job for a person that's trying to go to school save a little money take his girlfriend out on a date yeah. you know something like that not you know try to buy a a, a four-bedroom house in the suburbs with yeah another thing too like throughout all of this because we're all we're all millennials um from our friends group or whatever and uh I haven't seen people in our age group not, like, have expensive weddings. That's still a thing. So, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, well, people have weddings. They're pricey. Sometimes maybe if we're having articles talking about how, oh, the struggle, oh, man, maybe we should not prioritize on, on spending on weddings. Maybe we should save that and put it in buying a house for us yeah. to be happy. And maybe we'll just have something in the backyard. You know what I mean? Like, so, so a lot, of, a lot of stuff culturally, you have to just like look at it and like, this is dumb. Why would I spend this much for a wedding? Or this is dumb. Like, uh, why would I spend this much for 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 shoes if I barely could buy a fucking like uh, pay my bills? Like, first let's prioritize on paying your bills, living a a a, a good, chill life, the important stuff, and then from there, then you're like, okay, I could do this. Oh, I could do that. Oh, I could do this. Because like, I'll never tell anybody not to live like, you know, if you have the money, yeah, go ahead, spend it. Fucking, if you want to have the biggest wedding of your life, go ahead. But but what I'm saying is sometimes we prioritize things we don't necessarily need. Yeah. And then we cry about it. Oh, fuck. Well, no, you just can't do that. You know what I mean? Like, I, like an example, uh, personally, this year, earlier in the year, I bought two cars I, and they were what within like a month of each other i no. would say and i i thought about that i was like i was like you were actually he, tormented about it yes yeah, I, yeah <laughs> you, you hit the nail right on there i was i was i was tormented about it because i was like oh fuck okay all right and then i'm i'm looking at the cost and I'm figuring it out and I was like, all right, well, if I, but then I could probably pay this one off quick and all of this stuff where even if I, even if, cause I already paid one off, but even if, even if I, I didn't, the cost for both would have been very manageable for me, yeah. but I still looked at it with a level of, of depth yeah. that most people don't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I looked at it like, well, can I, in, in a rainy day, bad times, can I still like make this car payment and, you know, maintain these cars and, yeah. and you know, otherwise I'm not going to get it or whatever the case. And I, I was able to do that. And I say that because like even those are, those are traits that you keep with you, even when you're in a position where maybe like, yeah, your issues are not like other people's issues, yeah. but you still go about it in a way where you're humble and you look at the scope and like, cause there were people like when I talked to about it that were like, oh no, yeah, you got it, man. Like, it's not a big deal. Like you got it, man. You make so much money, this and this, this, this and that. 
and I and but I still was like, yeah, but you're saying that, but like it's me who has to make this payment. It's it's me who has to live with this decision. It's my credit on the line. All of that stuff. So I need to like really look at this good yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And and now like obviously like some time has passed. I feel a lot better. Ab- ab- like I feel good about the decision. I'm in a lot better space with it because one of the cars is actually paid off. And it was a, si- a situation and a circumstance where I am glad that I looked at it with the lens that I looked at it versus, oh, well, people are saying that I should get a car oh, or YOLO. You should have the car you want. You only live once, like that type of stuff. Well, yeah, yeah but let me figure this out. And yeah. I think that that's an approach with every aspect of life that everybody needs to do and and stop necessarily like always looking at what people say and and yeah. and go with what what you feel and what's right and what's going to give you th- the least amount of stress possible. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean we can't really we can't really save millennials cuz we're we're grown-ups. But I guess this is a good learning experience for generations that come after, right? Uh, what is it now? Generation Z. And then I don't know what the, the next generation will be. Like, it, it's it's a perfect uh, kind of case study, like, on, on, on how we should look at things and how we might have to look at tradition and really, like, look into it before yeah. we we say oh well this is this is this makes sense you know because just because we've done it for a hundred years doesn't mean it's the right thing to do you know what i mean yeah um and i think that and it, just because a teacher yeah. or somebody that supposedly has your best interests in mind me it tells you it's a good thing to do doesn't mean it's the right thing to do and still analyze that shit still overanalyze that shit because that way at least you know for sure you know and, and and you know what? Like us growing up, like we had those moments, like because we had, we didn't have all the resources in the world, and and, and there were moments where we would really question mm-hmm. certain things. I remember asking you, should I go to this college? Because some uh, like I was accepted to like a southern, southern Illinois university or whatever, and I was like, I just, I don't know. There's, there's something that doesn't feel right. Like mm-hmm. I'm just going into something I don't know. And what I do, I ask my parents, I asked you, I asked the people around me, you know, I, I, I try to gather why I was feeling that way before yeah. I'm making that decision. And I ultimately came with the, you know, decision as I like, you know what, I'm going to stay in the city. I save money and, and I'm not spending on something I don't know. We'll I'm pay spending off on. And, and you don't know yeah. if it'll pay off in the end. Yeah. Cause how many of our friends went down that rabbit hole oh. and it ended up just being a waste of time and money because what they do now has nothing to do with what they went for. And in some cases didn't even require a degree or college at all. Exactly. Exactly. Even, even if you do go, I mean, imagine going and then knowing like, okay, if I get into nursing, I'll make this amount. I'll be able to like, you're, you're now, quantifying like okay how much is this going to cost and why am i here what will this yield that's that's a smart way of looking at it mm-hmm. because then you'll be all right well I'll, I'll look into engineering because i like math 
or you know what i've always been into medical shit so i'll I'll try nursing or or something in the medical field like you'll have a better understanding but also be able to quantify it but you know if you're trying to do some shit that that like you really like oh i want to be in real estate you don't have you need a business degree for that so you're wasting your time yeah you know it's like and and what you'll find is that if you really want to like do something or be involved with something or or get into something like you really want it in many cases your passion will carry you oh hell yeah your passion will carry you and like i look at like how much i know about politics how much i've learned about the stock market i didn't go to school for any of that you know what i'm saying like podcasting didn't go to school for that like didn't go to school for any of this stuff but yet the passion carries yeah the situation real estate didn't go to school for that you know what i'm saying so a lot of various things that that um we're involved in the passion carried us it's like all right well i'm gonna learn this because i want to learn it because i care to learn it like there's um there's this youtube channel uh that's so awesome uh it's called jake tran and so this guy he makes videos about different topics like it'll be like he'll do a video where it's like the economics of the mafia uh uh the economics of Chaz and chop like and like he broke he broke that shit down he does good videos and so in one of the videos that i seen of his recently i th- i, I want to say it was a video along something titled along the lines of how lucky luciano revolutionized the mob or something like that yeah real interesting stuff but in that video there was an ad that he did for Babel, which is an app that um that like teaches you how to speak different languages yeah and so what's badass about that is like i've always been a person that like i like to like learn new languages like i i remember uh like working with matucci there were times where i'd be like okay how do you say this Probably to the point where like he would be annoyed, like, "Oh, you say this, or you say that." And uh, there's a lot of stuff that I remember that he taught me, like you know, kitchen uh, in Polish is kuchnia, and like stuff, stuff like that. Like I would, I would, I would remember things that he that he would teach me. Yeah. And so I w- I looked at that app, and I was like, man, for somebody like me, like when I have some downtime. I could see myself learning a language on my own because I'm interested in that. Like I am interested in being able to, there's nothing that would like bring more joy to me for me to like walk up to somebody like Polish or Japanese and being able to like communicate with them effectively. Yes. I I don't, I don't imagine that I'd be able to communicate as effectively as I am right now, but, but where I could get by and survive. Well, look at when we go like to like, when we went to Mexico, it's badass. Like we're ordering food in Spanish. We're asking people in Spanish. Yeah, and, and it, even it and, nice. and even our friend, because you and I have a background where there was like a little bit more Spanish speaking. Yeah. You more than me, but there was like more Spanish speaking. But even our friends that had no Spanish speaking yeah. in their background, they were getting busy. Well, we remember we would tell Big Baby, "You got to work it, Big Baby. You got to work it." And <laughs> he's ordering his, and he's ordering his, his food, food in and Spanish, stuff. and and uh, and and so and he would, and and it was great. It was yeah. great to see that. And you could tell that they felt great being able to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so yeah, it, it's that's that's awesome. And so, but that's, that's my point. Is. is like the passion 
will carry you. Yeah. The passion will carry you for stuff that you wanna that you wanna know and learn and and everything like that. So I think the issue is that sometimes with employment, and I and I have a feeling the future in the future we're gonna get, see that like industries are moving away from it. I think that industries are making a, a fatal mistake of leaning too much on college degrees and college credentials. Yeah. And maybe they ought to really start looking more into like real world acumen. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like is is a person that went to school to learn Japanese, are they really that much better than a person that like learned Japanese on their own? Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If anything, you would you could even make the argument that the one that learned it on their own is a little bit better because they didn't have like they did it through the wilderness. They yeah. didn't have the structure that somebody told them, okay, you gotta do this and you gotta do this no. and you gotta do that. They learned it on their own. I bet the best hackers never went to school to hack. Uh, I uh, bet you any money. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I don't even think you, you can go to school to yeah, hack. I don't yeah. even think there's such a thing. And like or or a person like a a, a a a company that like wants more business savvy people do you want a person that has a degree in business or a person that has actually has a business that has built a business yeah you know what i'm saying and so sometimes i think that's the other aspect of why millennials are the burnout generation because i think they put a lot of their time into things that are not real per se it's like it has the accolades and the credentials of yeah. being real, but it's not really real. It's essentially like we were just talking about before before we even got into pre-production. The Jake Paul and Nate Robinson fight. By every logical assessment, Nate Robinson should have won that fight in the sense that he's a lifelong athlete. Yeah. Fucking comes from like a way harsher background. Jake Paul is from a Calabasas and and he's a YouTuber and yeah. he's only been in one other fight and 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 Nate Robinson is is at, like has all the athleticism and everything like that. So credential wise, Nate Robinson is an athlete. Like you would imagine he'd yeah. be able. So he has the credential and the accolades, but when it came to the real world. Well, he got knocked out by Jake Paul. Yeah. So sometimes I think we get more so caught up in like, well, what does the paper say versus like what this person can actually do? Yeah. And yeah. I think the millennial generation by and large puts more... Like they they care more about that yeah. and, and more put stock. more emphasis, more stock in it. For instance, I remember um, it was like this live stream uh, that this girl was doing. This was such a long time ago. She's into like digital marketing or whatever. She was doing it. I saw it on Instagram. She was doing a live stream, and she was like, "Well, I'm taking questions, guys, whatever." And so somebody asked her because you could tell she comes from the the collegiate intelligentsia background has a degree and all of that probably not making any money but has all the the papers you know yeah and so somebody on there asked her would she ever date somebody that doesn't have a degree and she flat out blatantly said no that she wouldn't yeah. 
I found that very interesting because to me, what that signified is this is a person that cares more about the status and like the the certificate versus yeah. what comes from it. So essentially what you're saying is by your rationale, of course, hypergamy dictates that like she'll evolve out of that because that's how a lot of women operate. But what you're saying right now is essentially if I gave you a hundred guys that all have degrees but no money versus a hundred guys that are millionaires or on the verge of being millionaires, but none of them have degrees, those guys, that hundred that are that are on the verge of being millionaires, you wouldn't even consider so you'd only consider the broke guys. Obviously, in the real life, yeah. we know when push comes to shove, she's going to rock with the guys with money. We yeah. know that. But she's saying that she wouldn't. Yeah. Well, I think, if anything, that's uh, that's uh, a, uh, an example of how unintelligent she is. Because yeah. you're – so you're putting all this stock and emphasis on the certificate versus, like, what is actually produced – yeah, yeah. It, it, it's kind of funny because The Sopranos kind of touched a little bit on that because, you know, Tony Soprano lives in a good neighborhood, yet, like, they frown upon because they all have degrees in that neighborhood and all that shit. So, and even, like, his psychologist uh, or psychiatrist, I'm not sure uh, what she was from. Uh, I don't know if she was medicating him. I don't remember. But I remember, like, that was, like, an underlying theme, like, kind of like the hypocrisy of people in the intelligentsia because they look at things from the, oh, well, we're too good for this, as opposed to, like, well, I mean, besides the morality of it, you guys are still in the same spot, in the same neighborhood. It's like, this is some fucking uh, Tony Ayo shit. It's like, <laughs> you went gold? No, you went platinum, I went gold. We still we got the same, same house. Yeah. Fuck the, uh, sa- fuck, fuck the same broad. Say fuck the same hoes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I mean, shit. If anything, Tony Ayo did it right. <laughs> yeah. But it, but that's like the perspective of it. It's like, well, what what were the things that got both of these people here? You know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and then, like, you, you, you realize that you'll find out very good things. Like, you'd find out a lot of good things about Tony Ayo based off of his predicament because, like, you must have been a loyal motherfucker. Yeah. To have went to jail, came back, and you're good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what does that say about loyalty? What does that say about his morality? Mm-hmm. What does that say about when when 50 Cent was down and out? Well, like, what does that say about you as a person? Mm-hmm. Those things mean something. Maybe maybe Tony Ayo can't give you a platinum album, but goddamn, he might be a very good asset in your team. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, may, maybe that, but someone might look at it as, ah, that's that guy that just went gold. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think, uh, and actually even 50 Cent talks about it in, in Hustle Harder, Hustle Smarter. Like, I knew, like, it's like he knew who, who to talk to about certain things because they understood a little better. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not going to talk to, like, a super street guy about some business move because, like, he just doesn't comprehend yeah. this business move. So I have to know how to how to maneuver and how to understand people and, and, and how to understand their strengths and their weaknesses. But... Yeah, degree doesn't mean you're cut of the cloth of a motherfucker who's like born to be a giant, like you know, like born to conquer everything. You know, like the degree is not going to do that for you, because because a degree all it shows you is that you're very applied, and that's good. That's a good quality to have. You're applied, and 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 you stuck to to 
by all um, metrics, you stood by and, and, and did what you had to do. But that doesn't mean that you're smart. Like, like you don't have that street smart about it, right? Yeah. Because even my dad, like, my dad went to school and everything, but, like, he didn't... There's people who have vastly, uh, like, just way more degrees than he does when it comes to, like, his his uh, his line of work. But, like, he always outperforms them and saves the, the company money. But that's because, like, well, there's book smart and then there's, like, the, yeah you know, street smart. Like, yeah, you're you're going, like, they'll come in and say, no, you have to do this. No, 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 no. Skip six of these steps. Just go here. He's like, no, no. But, but that's the, the wrong way. But the book said this. Yeah. yeah exactly. And he's like, listen, just watch out. And then he'll do it, and he'll do it in way lo- way less time and way more efficient, but it's the wrong way. Supposedly, it's the wrong way. Yeah. Or or it's the most efficient way, and, and you, you're you limiting yourself by the steps that the, are... The, somebody yeah. else's scope. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it's, 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 it's a very... Uh, it's 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 like it's a balancing act because of course you need the steps to first know how to do it and then you're gonna know all right cool I'm gonna do it my way because you're gonna do it your way you're gonna know what 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 feels good mm-hmm. that's how you get like you know certain players uh, shooting their jump shot differently but it goes in you know I've seen some ugly ass jump shots from fucking uh, what was that dude Sean Marion remember him mm-hmm. he he used to make them though you know and and so you have to kind of understand that everyone has their strengths but you can't go off of like what degree or or or, or any of that you got to go off of what they what they show yeah it, it, and a lot of times the intelligentsia i think what it teaches people is to have a god complex like think about doctors for instance and it's funny because mark dice on youtube was talking about this uh, the other day um Doctors are the only profession, at least that I can think of. I'll pr- some professors are on that shit too, but mis- mostly doctors where they want you to call them by their title even when they're not at work. Oh, well, I'm, uh, this reservation is for Dr. Barnes. Well, <laughs> but you're not a doctor here. Because if, if imagine we all did that. I or Like you and I, we could be like, all right, well... If that's the fucking the game that you want to play, yeah. I want you to call me entrepreneur, podcaster, real estate investor, K cartoon, rapper, K cartoon, entrepreneur, stock investor, podcaster, real estate investor, K cartoon. That's what, please have respect <laughs> call me by my title <laughs> like you yeah <laughs> like it's, it's a, like what a stupid yeah. what a stupid game to play like it's like uh and then also i picked up a part time <coughs> at target so sales associate <laughs> <laughs> don't forget that one <laughs> just for the hell of it like you know what's funny as i get older again and that's the reason i said pick up a part time at target because as i get older I low key understand that part in in um, American Beauty where Kevin Spacey's character wants to like work at a place with like little responsibility, like a drive through. Yeah, there's something about like when you're in a position, like you're in a decent position. Yeah, to kind of like go back to a job that like on the ground level people would hate, but for you because you're already kind of doing, you're already doing good. It's kind of like. A job like that would kind of be fun. Hell yeah. Like, just imagine, like, oh, I'm good. 
you you look at like the the small things like the people shopping and, yeah exactly so you'd be interested in shit like that and it's like, all right well whatever all right well i'm out guys <laughs> you leave after eight hours yeah and and it, it'd be like the conversations the the different people and you probably get bolder you'd ask people like oh like You'd ask some questions about them as yeah. well. I'm shopping here. What the fuck you asking yeah. me questions for? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Like you would be, you would probably be such a joy because you would be like, you like, it's like, it's like freedom. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's freedom, and I think, I think that's the conclusion that we're coming to, is that the reason that the millennials are the burnout generation is because I don't think that they ever prioritized freedom. Yeah. They never prioritize how to obtain freedom and like what that means and the happiness that it brings. Because really, like when you think about it, that's that's more or less the key is freedom. And obviously f- to have that freedom and I don't think anybody could ever be like 100 percent free because I mean, you can be 100 percent free, I guess. But. I think if you shoot for a hundred percent freedom, like no responsibility at all, then I think you kind of fall into the possibility of like a poor quality of life. Because yeah. I think there's an aspect of responsibility that is noble and like actually helps society. Yeah. But you don't want to like have too much responsibility where you don't get to enjoy what you work for and that freedom. I think there's there's a there's some sort of balancing act, but yeah. I think freedom is a key to that balancing act. And yeah. I think that there's not a lot of people that prioritized it because even when it comes to like relationships and marriage and kids and everything like that, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And I actually believe that the family unit is rather pivotal for the prosperity of a nation to yeah. go the right direction because I think the family unit kind of teaches people like well one you don't have to be so reliant on the government and two the government doesn't have the best interest in mind for you like your family does and three wealth and and things being built is passed down through family yeah. so i rock with all of those concepts but i think sometimes there are people out there that rush to get into a family or rush to get married or whatever, and they never give themselves that time to be free yeah. and enjoy that freedom. And then you know it's really worth it when somebody comes along where you're like, well, I do like my freedom, but I'm willing to go down this route with you where we could be free together and we could share in that freedom. Yeah, You know that's a special person because it's not just the sake that that person is there. It's it's for the reason that, well, now I really want this person around because like my freedom, I, I valued it. Yeah. I value it. So there's a reason why I keep you around. And so I think that's a good there's a good lesson in there, too, as opposed to just, oh, well, this is the first girl that kind of like really likes me. So let me marry her type shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then you realize, well, you feel stuck. Yeah. And stuff. So I think freedom yeah. is the scope. Freedom. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about anything that you think somebody you know would be interested in, 
share the episode with it, send it to them and tell them, hey, I thought about you. I think you'll appreciate this podcast episode of Hanging with Apes. Remember to follow us at Hanging with Apes, our website, hangingwithapes.com. Sign up for our newsletter. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.